At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Greg Peterson experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the sports betting network. It's our number three of the Greg Peterson experience on VSIN, the sports betting network. And we've got a tremendous hour for you as we've got to turn it forward from the Super Bowl because... There's no money to be made on the NFL for a while. You can make futures bets, what have you, but unfortunately the NFL has tapered out. But I do know that we've also got a little bit of XFL that is coming up, so there is money to be made on football. If I had said at any point during this show there's no money to be made on football until August, I have been badly mistaken because apparently there's the USFL the XFL. We're going to throw up the X for the XFL. That is going to be fun. We're going to be doing that all throughout in the Greg Peterson experience, which that's coming up in a few weeks as well. And we've got just such a great crew that does an amazing job with the show. If you're listening on sports map radio, it is our audio engineer Taylor that does such an amazing job of getting things set up over there. If you're watching on VEASAN.com, YouTube TV, heck, I know that there's places out here where I broadcast from at Circa that carries the Greg Peterson experience on many, many different TVs. It is our good friend Dakota that does a great job with all of the graphics. Jason is the man that sets up all these interviews, and we are most likely going to be having Albert Wynn, who does a great job over at Action Network, joining me in 15 minutes to tie a bow around the Super Bowl, and might take a little bit of a look at some NBA as well. And we've also got every single hour of the Greg Peterson experience and everything that we do at VEASAN in podcast form, vcin.com slash podcast, or just search for the best bets feed wherever your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, list goes on and on. It is Sean that does a great job of posting up all those hours, and it's for every single show that you like here on vcin, and now we've got to turn it forward. We've got to find a way to be able to make some money because now it is college basketball season. Those of you that are fans of the NBA, that was a rambunctious week in the trade deadline that changed around a whole heck of a lot of teams. For those that are fans of the NHL, the trade, the not the trade deadline, but rather the all-star break, those festivities, that just came about as well. So now we're getting into the meat of that season as well. So there's still lots of fun sports that are being played, and there's going to be some interesting games that are going to be going down on Monday in college basketball, like this one, 879-880 on the betting board. You got the Texas Tech Red Raiders playing host to the Texas Longhorns. Texas is between a three and a half to a four-point favorite, opened up a three-point favorite, and your total on this game is between 145 and a half and 146 and a half. 
I do think that Texas is going to avoid stubbing their toe. I do think that they get the job done outright. I can only set them as a two-point road favorite. This is a big-time rivalry matchup. As we know, the Chris Beard situation was a little bit less than savory, but Texas still did pretty much coach or poach the Texas Tech coach away from them. Did not turn out so well for Texas. We will just leave it at that. This is a betting show. This is not a show about talking about bad stuff, to say the least. But that said, with Texas, it's been a team that ever since you have seen Chris Beard go out of the fold and Rodney Terry, the interim coach, take over, that they have been playing significantly more up-tempo. They're now in the top 50 nationally in terms of total possessions per game. They're still ranked 36th of the country in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. And for Texas Tech, they're hovering right around that 65 range. For Texas Tech, I did give them a little bit of a boost in this game because now they've got Fardos Amick back in the fold. Amick, while he was playing at Utah State, he was a top-five player in terms of rebounds per game each of the last two seasons. A guy that's able to give you a block and a half. Six foot eleven, buried over 40% of his threes last season. Average a double-double. This guy is a real deal. So that's going to be able to help them out. Probably not going to be playing a full like 30-plus minutes. He's still coming back from injury, but certainly someone that could be a little bit of a difference maker and help out Kevin O'Banner, who's been a nice... Six foot eight, bit of a combo player, 15 points, six boards. He's able to pop a few threes. They have been dealing with an injury to Pop Isaac. So getting back Amec, that's even bigger for this team. And they go up against a Texas team that they've got one of the more underrated players in all of college basketball. And when you think of Texas and their backcourt, you think of Marcus Carr is able to give you 17 and a half points, shoots 39% for three. Perhaps Harry Center is able to give you about 11 points per game. And for Texas, a big reason why I can't back them in this spot at this number is because of the rebounding, but got to give a little bit of rub, love to a guy by the name of Serge Jabari Rice. He's been able to give the team 12-plus points each of the last five games, and it's a big reason why Texas has been able to really avoid a lot of these upsets. It's a big reason why they're currently number one in the Big 12, really past that loss against Kansas. This team has been firing all cylinders last three or four weeks, and Serge Jabari Rice is the guy that stirs the drink for this team in that he does a great job with regards to being able to score, but on top of that, he's one of the more underrated on-ball defenders that you're going to find in college basketball as well, so he's done his part, but just mention why I can't take Texas in this spot. It's a Texas team that is having a really tough time on the glass. They've only got one guy that really gives you north of 4.8 rebounds per game and two guys that give you above 3.6 rebounds per game. Timmy Allen, he's got good versatility. He gives you about 10 points. Right around five and a half rebounds per game. Dylan Mitchell's able to give you four and a half boards per game as well. But it's a Texas team that they just don't do necessarily a good job on glass. And I'm not saying that Texas Tech is some sort of world beater with regards to their rebounding. And if you take a look at rebound rate, Texas, they are 161st in the country. Texas Tech, they're more around 124th. But I do think that Texas Tech just has a little bit more size. They've got a guy in Davian Harmon who does a good job of being able to force some turnovers as He's been able to do a good job with about a seal and a half per game. Gives you a double-figure amount of points. Has really been lacking in terms of three-point shooting percentage. And both of these teams, they do a nice job of being able to generate turnovers as well. This is a Texas team that, in terms of turnovers force on a per-possession basis, they rank 26th in all of college basketball. Texas Tech, they rank 35th. So I do think that it's a little bit of a sloppier game. But you're noticing both of these teams playing a little bit more of tempo than what we've seen in the past. I did set my total as a result at a 146. I think that this is going to be a nice nip and tuck close game. So you're at 145 and a half, which I'm seeing pretty much everywhere except DraftKings. I'm going to be taking a look at the over in the spot. And with Texas, I did set them as a favorite of two points just because I do think that Texas Tech going to be able to hold in there on the glass. It's a true road game in the Big 12, and these are very, very difficult. Last time Texas went to Texas Tech, they were impolitely greeted, to say the least. The Texas Tech fans, they were out, and I think that you're going to get another tremendous crowd from the Red Raider faithful. So I'm going to take the four here with Texas Tech, and I'm going to be taking a look at a 145 and a half over. Unique to this Monday is that we've got a lot of colonial action as well, and we see quite a bit of a line movement on this game, and I think that the line movement has gone too far. 873-874 on the betting board. Towson hits the road to face off against America's favorite tag team. William and Mary. Apparently, you're not just getting both William and Mary if you take them. You're getting between 10 and 11 points with the Tribe, and your total on this game is between 137.5 and 138. I joke because William and Mary is the underdog of between 10.5 and, and 11 points. And for Towson, just a squad that I don't think really lends itself to being able to cover these sorts of lines. Now, 
with Towson, they've been able to get to at least 72 points so far in their last five games. But this is a Towson team that plays at one of the slowest paces in all of college basketball. Among your 363 D1 teams, they are in the bottom 35 in all of college basketball. And this is a William & Mary team that they are playing at a snail's pace as well. William & Mary in the bottom 50 nationally in terms of total possessions per game. So you're going to get a really, really low possession game. And you've got a line of double figures. Meanwhile, William & Mary, they've been a disaster on defense. There's no question about it. Among your 363 D1 teams, they rank 339th in the country in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. So I will say this for the Tribe. They are giving up 11.9 points fewer per one-armed possessions when they're at home rather than on the road. And for Towson, they've been able to crank things up a little bit more. They're now right around 115th in the country in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. And you got a man that is bringing sexy, sexy back. That is Nicholas Timberlake. He's been able to do a good job. Give the team 15.5 points per game. She's 40% for three. Towson was a little bit of a light shooting team to begin the season, but now they've been able to bury more threes. As they're shooting as a collective about 36% from the outside. William & Mary certainly has had their issues, to say the least, being able to guard the outside shot. Nigel Russell has been able to come in from Southeast Missouri State. He gives you eight points per game, but really what I think is going to be the big key for Towson is how is Cam Holden operating? Because Cam Holden... He is the Matrix. He fills up every column of the statue. Gives you right around 15 points, 5-plus boards, 4 assists, 1.6 steals per game. But he gets into turnover issues, and he only shoots about 28% from three-point range. So you've got some trepidation there. If you've got trepidation with William & Mary, it's the fact that Noah Collier transfers in from Pittsburgh. He's been missing the last few games due to injury, and He's really the top rebounder for this team. He's able to give you 8-plus rebounds per game. Nobody else on the roster gives you north of 5 rebounds per game, and that's an issue for a William & Mary team that to start out with. They're about 257th in the country in terms of rebound rate. It's a Towson team that they've been able to do a relatively good job as a collective of being able to hit the glass. They are 28th in the country in terms of total rebound rate, as you've got Charles Thompson. He's been able to do a solid job, giving you about 7.5 rebounds, a block and a half per contest. He and Holden have been able to do a good job of for lack of a better pun, holding down, down low. But with William & Mary, they've really taken on a little bit more of a slow, methodical style. Much of that is due to the fact that Anders Olsen comes in. Anders Olsen last year was playing at St. Thomas, who's playing right now very similarly to the, how the Tommies did last season. Last year, St. Thomas was a very slow team, very efficient on offense, very inefficient on defense. Anders Olsen has brought that to this William & Mary team, shooting over 40% from three-point range. He does a solid job being able to contribute about 11.5 points per game. Glenn Dorsey shoots 44% from three-point range. He's been able to give you a little bit over 10 points per game. Ben White has been able to give you 10 points, five rebounds per game, so they're really going to need him to step up down low in this game as well. But I do think that with just how few possessions you're going to get, and William & Mary shooting about 38% from three-point range at home, they're going to be able to hold in there. Chris Mullins has been able to give you right around about two and a half assists per game as well. So you've got a few injuries really on both sides of this game for really both of these teams. You've got Towson who's getting a little bit healthier, but I do think that with just this slow down style that you've got for both of these teams, it is going to lend itself to a bit more of a close game. I did set my line at eight. I'm going to be willing to take the points with the William and Mary. And also I'm going to be taking a look at this total under as well to go along with that. Set my total at 134 and... Coming up next, we're going to be tying a little bit of a bow around the Super Bowl and taking a look forward at next year's NFL season with our good friend Albert Wynn over at Action Network right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now wherever you listen.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSEN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on... The NHL, NBA, or college basketball, the VEASAN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of just $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and the bets are moving on every single game. Deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts are going to be breaking down. When it comes to college basketball, brackets, best bets, daily props, this goes on on and on. Do not miss out on this limited time offer. Visit vsin.com slash subscribe to sign up for only $9.99. And it's at vsin.com slash subscribe. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on vsin, the sports betting network. Very strange to do that read without bringing up football, by the way, which I, we're going to be doing a little bit of XFL here as well. I am i don't know if I'm going to have any XFL picks that I'm going to be able to contribute for that, but you know what? We're going to dive into it. We're going to have some fun with it. And when it comes to that introductory offer as well and taking a look at brackets, I've only had to have one post, one offseason out of the last four where I've had to adjust because I got my bracket wrong with regards to the national title. I do not anticipate that to be two in five. So we're going to do everything humanly possible there to be able to get you guys to the window on that one. But that said, we've got to take a look at right now the NFL futures market as well because the 2022-23 season, it has come and gone. But right now, we do have some interest in the futures market. We were talking about this a little bit in the last hour with David Baker, but I do think that these odds are very interesting. I'll just read off the top five for you. These are all the teams that are south, uh, or I should say less than 14 to 1, so the shorter shots. The Kansas City Chiefs. They're clocking in as a favorite at 6-1. to one. The Bills are 7-1. to one. The 49ers are 8-1. to one. And then you've got the Bengals and the Eagles. They are all at 9-1. to one. And I think that all five of these teams are going to be rock solid. If there's a team that I'd be looking to fade more than any of the other ones, it is the Buffalo Bills. Maybe I'm just a little bit of a Buffalo Bills hater. Maybe it's just a case where I was wondering why they were just so quick to be propped up so much coming into the season. Like... Going into the 2022 season, everyone was saying Buffalo Bills, they're that top team. They were like by far the number one team. And it was just a little bit befuddling because in order to be able to make that sort of jump, typically you need to have failed a little bit more than the Buffalo Bills did, for lack of a better term. And with Josh Allen, I was just very concerned with what I saw from him towards back half of the season because with Josh Allen, he was just making for lack of a better term, boneheaded mistakes. It's a Buffalo Bills team that really doesn't have too much of a ground game. So if Josh Allen doesn't have his A-plus stuff, they really don't have much that they're able to rely upon. I do agree with David Baker that if you are taking a look at any of these top five, and firstly, I'd be looking to go down the board a little bit more. I do think that the Philadelphia Eagles are the best play because with the Philadelphia Eagles, I think they're the best team in the NFC. I recognize that the 49ers are a little bit shorter with the odds at 8-1, to one, but... With the 49ers, who's going to be playing quarterback for this team? That's a big question that I have. How can you set a team at 8-1 to one that you have no idea who they're going to be having at quarterback? Brock Purdy's right now injured. Trey Lance, who knows how his recovery is going? Do you go back to Jimmy Garoppolo? Do you sign Aaron Rodgers? 
Do you sign Greg Peterson? Who in the heck knows who is taking snaps under center with the 49ers? And how do you justify a team being in the top three not knowing that? And, I mean, this is a 49ers team that, if you look outside of the quarterback spot, I would argue that they've got the best roster in football. That defense is nasty. The running game, with having Christian McCaffrey, it is on point. You've got Debo Samuel, one of the ultimate Swiss Army knife guys that we've seen in the NFL in quite some time. But how do you have a team at 8-1 to one that, I mean, it could be Casper the Friendly Ghost taking snaps, game number one. I mean, you just have no idea what you're going to be able to get out of that spot right now from the San Francisco 49ers. I could not tie up a single cent in the 49ers not knowing who is going to be playing quarterback for them right now. And that's just a big time issue. So I do have to knock them a little bit on that front. If you're looking a little bit further down the list, it all depends upon how the offseason negotiations go. But maybe I am just a schmuck for this team. But the Baltimore Ravens at 22 to 1, to me, feels like they've got relatively good value. And every game that Lamar Jackson played in during the regular season, the Ravens at some point held a fourth quarter lead and they were up at some point in all but one of Lamar Jackson's games by at least a full eight plus points. That is something that stands out to me. It's a Ravens team that was able to do a good job at the trade deadline, being able to acquire some pieces to be able to fortify that defense. You've got a solid running game. The question with them is injuries and it is a roll of the dice that you are taking with the Baltimore Ravens. And I do have my buddy at the bar syndrome with the Baltimore Ravens as well, and that they were not able to close out a lot of games as well. I've lost beast and best giving because the Baltimore Ravens could not close out that game with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I'm still salty about that, by the way. But with that said, this is a Baltimore Ravens team that they went 10 and seven this year, despite all their ailments. And the one thing that they do have going for them is that Behind Lamar Jackson, they've got a Pro Bowl quarterback. I sure hope that you got the joke there because it is a joke that Tyler Hundley made the Pro Bowl. But with that said, they do have a relatively solid backup at Tyler Hundley that can hold down the fort if you're going to be without Lamar Jackson for a game or two. Now, you don't want to be entering into the postseason with Tyler Hundley as your quarterback, but even with them out there in that game against the Cincinnati Bengals, they were still a relatively solid team. You've got Patrick Queen on that defense, and I mean, for lack of a better term, if there is an AFC version of the 49ers, and there's no way that you can have a full-fledged clone of the 49ers, trying to make this comparison by me is admittedly a little bit stupid, but if there is a team that is as much like the 49ers in the AFC, or in the NFC, or in the AFC, I should say, I'm getting myself just all confused because I think that is ridiculous, but that said, if there is a team in the AFC that is as much like the 49ers are, it is the Baltimore Ravens because they are a solid defense. They do a solid job when they're down to their number two, number three option. Hundley has been able to hold down the four for this team, and you've got a relatively solid running game for this team as well, whenever J.K. Dobbins is healthy as well. It's a lot of health factors are in there, but that's why you're getting 22 to one. You're not taking some sort of a, 10 to 1 or less flyer on the Ravens. You're getting them at 22 to 1. I recognize that the division is going to be relatively tough because Joe Burrow has formed himself as being, and I know that I'm using a professional term here, that dude, but I do think that there's a little bit of value there. When it comes to the New York Jets, who's going to be playing quarterback for them? I mean, they're currently at 28 to 1. I would much rather be, because if you're taking a look at these teams that are between, we're going to go 28 to 1 to 35 to 1. You got the Jets at 28 to 1, the Jags at 28 to 1, the Dolphins, the Lions, the Packers, and the Broncos. They're all 30 to 1, and then you've got the Rams at 35 to 1. Out of these teams, I can just X off the Rams. I have no idea what we're getting there. I don't know if Matthew Safford is going to be able to come back and play football. I certainly do hope so, but that was just a disaster for the Rams, to say the least. And then you got the Jets, who, once again, are you going to be having Mike White as a quarterback? Certainly, you can't go back to Zach Wilson. That was a failed experiment, and it's just really stupid to draft a guy at number one, two overall based on one throw that he made in shorts. Hopefully, the Jets get it through their skulls that they can't make that mistake again. You got to figure that they're going to be trying to get some sort of a quarterback in the draft, and obviously, these odds are going to be changing a little bit as we do see what goes down in the NFL draft. But if I'm looking at a team a little bit further down the line, 
The Denver Broncos, I can't believe that I'm saying it, but what I saw in those final two games out of Russell Wilson clearly indicates to me that Nathaniel Hackett was the issue. Now, Russell Wilson is probably never going to be the guy that he was at Seattle, but if there's one guy that I'm willing to bank on in terms of the coach that is not named Mike Tomlin, because I do think that Mike Tomlin is the number one coach in the NFL, but I mean, Sean Payton, what he always got out of those New Orleans Saints team was remarkable. I mean, do you take a look at what the Saints did in 2021? They had a winning record with guys like Taysom Hill getting starts. It's just insane what he's able to do with this, and I think that it's a new lease on life for Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, for lack of a better term, he was probably getting a little bit fat and happy because Nathaniel Hackett had no control whatsoever. Guess what? Sean Payton, he's going to be bringing in discipline. He is going to be controlling everything from the way that the offense is run to the way that things are folded up in terms of laundry when that is all said and done. And I do think that Sean Payton is exactly what the team needs. And for the Denver Broncos, the reason why they were such a good under team this year as well, that's one of the best defenses in the NFL. That defense is absolutely incredible. Even when they made the trade of Bradley Chubb, they were still holding up at the point of attack. So if you're looking at a team as 30 to one, that you're probably thinking, man, I don't know if there's value there. There might honestly be a little bit of value with the Denver Broncos. Coaching means much more than a lot of people give it credit for. And Sean Payton, he is one of the best in the business. And it is going to be a lot of fun to see what we get. And we've got a full off season to talk about the NFL, but we've got sports that we are able to bet on, including basketball for the rest of the show. We're going to be taking a little bit of a look at the NBA and what we're all getting in terms of the futures market because, oh yeah, there were a lot of trades made in the last week or so and giving you some college basketball picks for Monday. That's up next right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Value Network. on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of the Greg Peterson Experience is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, which is a surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or they don't provide the satisfaction that you are looking for, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients and it's completely tobacco-leaf free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zinn online or find a store that is nearest you at Zinn.com. That is Z-Y-N.com today. And a warning that this is a product that contains nicotine and nicotine, it is an addictive chemical. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I feel like we have done a solid job of being able to tie a bow around this 2022-23 NFL season. And do not worry, Football is not far off. I recognize that it's a little bit harder to get hyped up for the XFL than, say, college football and the NFL, but we're going to have a little bit of football. But now that is in the rearview mirror, and now it is time to take a look at sports that we are going to be following for the next few months very, very heavily. We're going to be giving you guys my DK Nation college basketball pick in the final segment and taking a look at what we've all got on the Monday card. reason why I do a lot more college basketball on this show rather than the NBA, just as a little bit of a side note, by the way, is because, well, for one, I do a lot more college basketball to start out with, so that's very obvious. But the reason why it's hard to do a lot of just general game picks when it comes to the NBA at this sort of a time, because I come on midnight to 3 Eastern time, 9 to midnight Pacific, is that load management in the NBA. It has made it very, very difficult. I know that the uh, folks that I prelude Mitch Moss, Paul Howard, who do amazing work over there at Follow the Money. And I know that there was a little bit of a special Follow the Money that went on for Super Bowl Sunday. They did an amazing job with it, but I know that they have the same difficulty as I do. You just you have no idea who you're going to be betting on in terms of the lineup. You can get some inklings as to who might slash might not be out there on the floor, but there's a lot of games that even books, they hold off on being able to place a line until the AM, and then you need to hope and pray that if you took a if you took a play more than 90 minutes before tip time that you don't get any bad news in the meantime. So that's a big reason why I talk a little bit more generally about the NBA, but you take a look at the NBA landscape right now and it is wild in terms of the futures market as you take a look at things 
a week ago compared to now, and it's a little bit different. One thing that has remained the same is the Boston Celtics. They are still atop of the odds board. They're currently at plus 320. Meanwhile, we got the Phoenix Suns now at plus 450. I'll have my thoughts there in a second. Bucks are at 6-1. Nuggets are 8-1. And then from there, you've got the Clippers at 10-1 and the 76ers at 11-1. Those are pretty much your top six teams. And I just think that in the NBA, we don't value enough chemistry and these teams that have been able to stay together. Like the Dallas Mavericks are currently at 16-1. I really don't have too many qualms with that because it is a little bit more of a long shot there are the same odds as the Memphis Grizzlies and the Golden State Warriors. And with the Dallas Mavericks, they've got so much talent, and I do think that there is a lot of upside with them. But once again, when is the last time we have seen one of these in-season trades actually pan out and become a title? And I'm not talking about just any sort of trade because everyone picks up a few pieces at the deadline, like with the Milwaukee Bucks being able to pick up Drew Holiday and shipping off Eric Bledsoe a few years ago. That was something that was very important for them. It was an offseason move, but last year with the Golden State Warriors being able to pick up Andrew Wiggins, I felt like that was a good move that was made. You pick up some of these pieces along the way, and it helps you be able to win a little bit of a championship, but which of these teams has really been able to make some sort of a blockbuster move, and all of a sudden, boom, you have yourself a championship. I really can't think of the last team that really has been able to do so because with the Golden State Warriors, they've got a whole bunch of homegrown guys like with Kevin Durant coming over there. That was a case where they made a move that was happening during the offseason once again. I mean, you have to probably go back to the Lakers when they picked up Pau Gasol as the last time that you had that. And I even think in year number one, I don't think that Pau Gasol got them to an actual title. I thought that that was in year number two. So I do take a look at a lot of these teams that they made these big splashy moves at the deadline and chemistry still matters in every form of basketball. I don't care if it's the NBA. I don't care if it's college. I don't care if it's AAU. I don't care if it's YMCA that you're playing with with your buddies. Chemistry matters with regards to basketball and I don't think that these teams are going to be able to have enough on the fly. I mean, we've seen the Brooklyn Nets just completely crash and burn with it multiple times. They weren't able to get their guys out there on the floor when they needed to perform the most. Now, a little bit of it was bad luck. If Kevin Durant has just a little bit of a smaller shoe, if fifths were fifths, we would all be drunk, but you never know what happens there. But I do think that that is important to point out, which is why I do think that these teams like the Suns that picked up a lot of these pieces and got just completely vaulted up the odds board, they're just way too overvalued at this point to even consider. And I would say that just while they're trying to figure out everything, it's a relatively good fade. Like we saw it on Saturday with the first game of which you've got Luka Doncic along with Kyrie Irving out there on the floor. They were not able to get the job done. They lose to the Sacramento Kings by a count of 133 to 128, a game that goes to overtime. And if you want a series that I think would be very, very entertaining to say the least, I do think that it's that of the Dallas Mavericks as they went 20 of 51 from three-point range in that game. And the Kings, to their credit, they go 8 of 32 from distance, and yet they still were able to get that win. De'Aaron Fox is one of the more underrated players in the NBA, but I take a look at these teams that they maybe didn't make splash moves. They made a few tweaks at the deadline, and these are the teams I think are really the ones that have a lot of value right now. These teams that they, you know what you're going to be able to get out of them night in and night out. I still go back to the Milwaukee Bucks. If they didn't have Chris Middleton hurt last year in the Eastern Conference Finals, who knows? Maybe they would have been able to represent the finals. Maybe they are able to win the title. They get Jay Crowder, which I do think that that is going to be a nice addition for them and a little bit of homecoming for him. He's actually a guy that began his career playing for the Marquette Golden Eagles. That is, as you know, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So that is something that I think is going to be able to help out this team moving forward. But I do take a look at a team like that, and they're the teams I think has some value. I would want to be getting the Bucks a little bit further down the line. You're typically not going to be finding that as much in the NBA. And then you just have interesting teams to say the least. Like, I still think that the New Orleans Pelicans might have a little bit of value out there once you get back in the fold Zion Williamson. Now, Zion Williamson just always prone to being injured and that is a big issue that you face with the Pelicans team and 
I mean, just for all these teams in the West, they all have their issues winning on the road. And that's something that I think has been really a hallmark of this season in terms of the NBA. So I do think that that is something that very much does need to be noted. But for the New Orleans Pelicans, we've seen them when they've had all their pieces out there. And you've got to figure that towards season's end, they are going to be having that. And that is a team that I think you can be able to take a look at a little bit further down the odds board and say, you know what? There is a little bit of value there. Currently, they are clocking in at 40 to 1. A team in the Cleveland Cavaliers, of which they do sort of fit that bill, in which they did make a splash move, but they made it in the offseason with bringing in Donovan Mitchell. I think that they've got a little bit of hidden value. Meanwhile, how does anyone bank on the Clippers at 10 to 1? I was saying this before the season, and my opinion on this team just has not changed. You can't bet on a team where you just have no idea if your main two stars are are going to be able to stay healthy. You need to get better than 10 to 1, in my opinion, to be able to invest in a team like the LA Clippers. Because I know that a lot of people with the LA Clippers, they say, you know what? Ty Lue is a good coach. And he absolutely is. When Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are out there on the floor, they're playing together, it's a pretty solid team. But even when they are out there on the floor firing all cylinders, are they better than the Bucks? Are they better than the Boston Celtics? My answer to that is no, and now you throw in there the fact that these guys are just so injury-prone that it's not even funny. That makes it just a complete no-take for me, and I do think that this year in the NBA, it certainly is a little bit more open than past years, and it is very nice to see that because even a team like the Golden State Warriors, if they're able to get hot, that is something that would be very appealing, and I do think that something else that you do want to monitor in the NBA as well. Which of these teams is going to be able to get home court? I recognize that the NBA regular season can sometimes be a little bit of a throwaway, but I mean, I will. I brought this up a few times on this show, and I will bring it up once again. Right now in the Western Conference, you've got two, count them, two teams that have a record above 500 on the road. Heck, a record at or above 500 on the road. The Clippers are 17 and 15 in true road games. You've got the Sacramento Kings at 15 and 12. That is it. You've had a little bit more success with these Eastern Conference teams. The Celtics are 18-9 on the road. The Milwaukee Bucks are 16-12 and 12 as well. And I think that the Brooklyn Nets are above 500 as well. But I think that they could be seeing their season go down the toilet bowl a little bit after they had to sell off darn near everything. But that is something that you do want to be taking a look at as well if you're looking at futures wagers. Which team do you think is good to be able to get home court? Because that has meant a world of difference when it comes to the NBA and Guess what? Home court, it means a lot in college basketball. So coming up in the final segment, we've got to get you guys some bets for Monday and take a look at the college basketball betting board and my DK Nation pick right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sports fans, as the football season wraps up, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for basketball and hockey. And Bet Rivers, as you covered on every line, odd, and boost. Join us every week for new promotions like the Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same Game Parlay Bet and Get, Weekly Pro Basketball Bet and Get, and so much more. Check out Bet Rivers or download the Bet Rivers app today, as it is a whole new game. As it is the final segment of the Greg Peterson Experience right here on Visa and the Sports Bank Network. And Whatever sheet I was reading off of, I think they lied just a little bit. I mean, the XFL is going to be going on, and it's out here in lovely Las Vegas. So we're going to give a little bit of love to the XFL on the show as we transition over to new sports. So have no fear there. It certainly is not going to be the coverage that the NFL receives. But you know what? There is still football in our lives. It's not the NFL. It's not college football. Heck, it's not even like the FCS college football, but it's football. That's all that can be said about it. It's much like with pizza because even really bad pizza, you're like, oh, it's still pizza. So there is that. And let's, we've also got to get you just re-racked in terms of a little bit of programming note that I know that Mitch Moss and Paul Howard, they were actually doing a very early edition of Follow the Money, which they did an absolutely tremendous job there. They knock it out of the park every single time. So we're going to be a little bit different this week. It's going to be a little bit of movement there. But if you're listening live to the Greg Peterson experience, you're going to be getting coming up next a replay of the Greg Peterson experience. So have no fear there. And meanwhile, if you're listening to a replay of the Greg Peterson experience coming next, I do think that you're going to be getting follow the money and we're going to confirm this here. I believe that it is going to be Mitch Moss and Paul Howard who are going to be back in the fold. It is going to be Tuesday in which we're going to be getting some guest hosts, but Mitch Moss, Paul Howard, they're going to be back here. They're going to be recapping everything that we saw from the Super Bowl, and I'm sure that they, much like myself, are going to be turning the forward corner to new sports. And let's take a look at some college basketball for this Monday. Get you guys some sweats with my DK Nation pick on the hardwood. 869-870 on the winning board. Hofstra is going to be playing us Drexel. Drexel is between a 10 to an 11-point underdog, and your total on this game is 135 and I write up here is going to be taking the underdog of Drexel. I think that they're going to be able to win this game from within. I set them as an eight-point underdog, so my write up here is on the side, though. I also do like this total because it's a Drexel team that they do a good job hanging their hat on defense. Top 55 team in the country in terms of points a lot on a per-possession basis, and a big reason why is their big man, Amari Williams. Does a rock-solid job with 13 points, eight and a half boards. He also leads the team in blocks and steals per game, and Goes up against an officer team that really doesn't have a lot of size. You don't have a single guy that gives you north of five and a half rebounds per game. You've had Warren Williams come in from Manhattan. He gives you right around five or so rebounds per game. And I do like Aaron Estrada. He's one of the more versatile players in college basketball. He is that guy that does give you about 5.5 rebounds per game. He's been able to chip in there 21 and a half points. Doles out four assists. And shoots it well from three-point range. Shoots 38.5% from three-point range. Hofstra as a whole, they shoot right around 36% from the outside. Tyler Thomas has been able to do a rock-solid job for the team as he does a solid job, giving you 16 points per game. He shoots high 30s from three-point range. Charleston Dunbar is able to give you about five boards, seven points per contest. But really, after your main starting five, it's a little bit of a top-heavy team. Meanwhile, Jacksonville, it's a little bit more of a whole is greater than some of its parts approach with regards to this team because while you've got that main guy down low, that's been able to do a good job all season long. 
in Williams of being a haul in their rebounds. You've got four guys on the backcourt. That all give you between 8.5 and 10 points per game. Coltel Washington, Luke House, Justin Moore, Lamar Odin. And all these guys really play a little bit of a different function. Odin is someone that's a little bit more versatile, gives you 5.5 rebounds per game. House is your designated three-point shooter, shooting about 39% for three, critical for a Drexel team that... Only shooting about 31.5 to 32% for three-point range. More, he gives you more in terms of being able to hold the ball, 2.8 assists per game. So I do like the way that all of these pieces have been able to do a solid job of melding together. And it's a Drexel team that does a good job of not allowing a lot of second chances as well. They are a team that ranks in the top 50 nationally in terms of defensive rebound rate, not allowing teams to be able to get a second chance off of Missed shots. Meanwhile, it's a Hofstra team that they allow opponents to be able to pull in about 30.3% of rebounds that they are pulling 30.3% of missed shots as offensive rebounds. That ranks 311th in all of college basketball. So a little bit of an issue there. Biggest thing for Hofstra is that they shoot about 41% from three-point range at home, but it's a Drexel team that they do a good job of being able to push you off the line because with Amari Williams, he just has a lot of teams force them to be able to defend shots. He does a very good job with that. He's a very versatile defender. And if you take a look at the percentage of points that come off of made threes for Drexel, this is a team that they do a really good job of being able to bottle things up as they're in the top 40 nationally in terms of the lowest amount of percentage of points that come from three-pointers. So they do a good job of pushing the teams off the line on that front. And I do think that Drexel is going to be a tough matchup for this Hofstra team. With Hofstra, I could only make them an eight-point favorite. So my DK and H pick being able to get double digits with Drexel and with Drexel, bottom 40 team in terms of possessions per game. Hofstra is a little bit more of a mid-tempo team. And it is a Hofstra team that if you want to give credit where credit is due, it certainly belongs to the defense. They have allowed fewer than 60 points in each other their last three games. So I'm going to be looking at the under semi total at 130. My write-up, that is going to be on taking the points with Drexel. We've also got ourselves a very interesting game in the CAA involving a sizable favorite that... I still think that there's a little bit of value with 871-872 on the board. College of Charleston plays us in Northeastern. And Northeastern is a underdog of 16 to 16 and a half points. With your total, it is 147 and a half with College of Charleston. This team just has nine different guys that all know their role and they all play it all so well. I absolutely love this team. It's the textbook example of the whole being great that the the sum of its parts, and they do a solid job in terms of their defense and being able to hit the glass. This team does a nice job of being able to corral over 28% of their misses as offensive rebounds. They are 35th in the country in terms of just pushing teams off the three-point line as well. They are in the top 35 in terms of fewest percentage of points that are allowed by a made three-pointers. And this is a Northeastern team that they try to be able to get a lot of their points via the three-point shot. So this is a really bad matchup for Northeastern. In my opinion, it's a Northeastern team that's about 210th in the country in terms of total possessions per game. And yet they turn the ball over about 14 and a half times per game to College of Charleston. They do a good job of being able to generate some swipes. They rank 47th in the country in terms of points allowed on a per possession basis. And they do a good job of being able to control their offense with Ryan Larson, giving you four and a half assists, 1.4 steals per game as well. And for College of Charleston, despite the fact that they've got so many moving parts, despite the fact that they play at a pretty frenetic pace, they only turn the ball over 12.4 times per game. That's some pretty efficient offense on this team. Ryan Larson does a good job with that. And for this College of Charleston team, you've got essentially five different guys that all give you at least 10 points per game with nobody giving you north of 12.8 points per game as Dalton Bolin has been that main scorer. You've got Rain Smith, who's able to shoot in the mid-30s from three-point range. He does a nice job of being able to knock in quite a few shots. Got lots of versatility. Meanwhile, for Northeastern, you've really only got one guy that gives you north of five rebounds per game. That'd be Chris Doherty, who has dealt with ailments throughout the season. Now, you do have Coleman Sucky, saying six foot seven. He's been able to shoot a little bit over 40% from three point range, be able to contribute nine and a half points per game. But Jamal Telford and it's 14 and a half points per game. Lone guy for Northeastern that really registers north of double figures for you. He's been able to chip in there 14 points per game. I think that College of Charleston going to be able to control this game. 
they're going to be able to manhandle this fight. So I did set College of Charleston as a very sizable favorite. I'm going to be willing to lay the number. As a matter of fact, made them a 17.5 point favorite. So you're at 16 to 16.5. Good value there. Charleston, they've allowed 70 points or fewer in now seven out of their last nine games. I do think that they're going to be able to hold up on defense in this one as well. And I do think that Northeastern are going to be looking to play a little bit more of a low and slow style. So semi-total at a 145.5. Diving under, willing to lay it with College of Charleston as well. And we're going to go really quick on this one. Six, or 863, 864. Monmouth is going to be playing us in North Carolina A&T. A&T is a one-point road favorite. Total on this game is 140.5. Last time these two teams played, Monmouth entered into this game with one win. They have actually been able to rip off a win in three out of their last four games. I think that the Monmouth gravy train ends prior to their win streak. They had scored 57 points or fewer, nine out of their last 10 games. I think that they caught a little bit of a heater with playing against, shall we say, lesser defensive teams. And for North Carolina A&T, last time these two teams hooked up, Cam Woods, their top scorer, went one of 13 from the floor with North Carolina A&T. Each of your top five scorers give you at least four rebounds per game. Meanwhile, for Monmouth, you really have only one guy that gives you north of five rebounds per game in Miles Foster. He's the only double-figure scorer for the team as well. Monmouth, a bottom 25 team in terms of both offensive and defensive efficiency. Set North Carolina A&T as a two-and-a-half point favorite. Wanted to lay it with the Aggies on the road. And semi-total 135.5, I think Monmouth's offensive votes return. So looking at the under and looking at North Carolina A&T. And that leads into our pro tip for our number three here on VSIN, you're able to follow all of these at vsin.com slash subscribe. And pro tip for this hour, if you are betting on newer sports, if you're turning the corner from football, take a few days to just kick back, see how you would be doing in terms of your bets before you put down your hard-earned dollars. Just be able to gauge a market before you dive in. And diving in at 4 a.m. Pacific, 7 a.m. Eastern, it is Follow the Money right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.